Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 23. We're back, back again, live from the bunker on a Friday night. It is the One Man Revolution podcast. I am your host, the Revolutionary, and I'm joined by the Comrade and the Wanderer and the Canadian and the Thespian. Oh, we are all here, whether we are here or not. Oh, man. It has been 155 and a half. Let's call it 156 days since the current regime stole power. And this week, man, I wish something happened. Oh, that made no noise whatsoever. That's going to be a good barrel-aged scotch. Bourbon barrel-aged scotch. Uh Scotch bourbon barrel aged imperial milk stout called so aptly the tears of my enemies from Monday Night Brewing up in Georgia. Uh, I figured I would share this out of the refrigerator because after being in Seattle, it pours like molasses. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Uh, after being up in Seattle and the Pacific Northwest, drinking all kinds of beautiful IPAs and whatnot, I need a break from the hops. So some tears of my enemies. Well, we'll pass more around, but there you go. Uh, <laughs> we have that. So, comrade, what, are you, what did you open Good up Lord. over there? Yeah, I got the last of the, of the Space Dragon or whatever it was. Space what was it Dragon. Oh, Firemaker. Firemaker. Fire I'm sorry. No, it is Space Dragon. <laughs> yeah, Space Dragon's the name Fire of Maker the... Firemaker Brewing. Yes. Space Dragon Mission 3 Double IPA. That would be the one. Yeah. I, I saw there's too much hops in the fridge, so I'm like, mm-hmm. let's go for something not hoppy. Uh, Wanderer, are you... Uh, what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking Grit American Lager by Sideward Brewing. Oh. New release. Well, as a, a little under a week ago. About yeah. a week ago. Their, their second release of the same beer, which is good. Uh, you also have a whiskey and soda. Uh, uh, what do you got? What have you got, Canadian? So I was gonna have a gin and tonic hmm. uh, with farmer's gin, but I didn't have any tonic, so I have a, a gin and ginger, <laughs> ah, um, hmm. which is actually quite delicious, mm-hmm. and a uh, <laughs> that's the uh, lo- uh, Hellas. Ah, uh, the Hellas. Excellent. A, a Schwenkela Hellas. There which you is go. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, very so. good, very good. And uh, I'm going to take a oh. short and quick guess. Hey, somebody let whoever that is in. Who is it? <laughs> One of y'all can it click that button. The Pragmatist. Ah, the ah. Pragmatist. Very good. Ah, so we will His ask. name is wrong. His name is wrong. It. That's I fine. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there it is, nice. the Pragmatist. Very nice. All right. And so, yeah. And, and let me guess. Uh, let me guess there, uh, Thespian. You have... A Bud Light. Yes. Aha! It is. That was a real shot in the dark. All is good in the world. I have two more of my uh, my 
Superb Owl. What do we call it before? Su- Superb Owl, owl beers. Louis Vuitton. That's it. Yes, Louis Vuitton oh. beers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And look, it is the pragmatist. You may know him. And he's drinking Guinness. There it is. Yeah. Guinness Extra. There it is. And uh, you may recognize him from such television shows as... You have two of them right now that are going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know what I'm on right now. No, you don't know what you're on right now. I know, I know that what, what, is, what was released on Amazon Prime... Uh, it is oh, yeah, the new right. season Bosch. of Bosch episode of, six. Yeah, Bosch episode six. Uh, the pragmatist is there in a in a in a supporting role. Excellent. Bosch. Yes, Bosch. Yeah, it's kind of like Where's Waldo kind of role. <laughs> but I I thought in in communist California y'all didn't want to work. <laughs> what is this? Mm. My unemployment was only thirty five dollars a week. So. <laughs> and, and it's not it's not like he's working he's just acting like he's working. yeah oh, you're, you're right, you're right. Oh, wow. that's right i'm just pretending to yes. be somebody that's true <laughs> <laughs> the, the pragmatist pretends to be things that's that's his entire job the rest of us in the that's world right. act like act like we know what we're doing he just acts like he's doing something exactly that's and right that's a different that's right. skill let me tell you <laughs> Oh, well, good to see you there, uh, Pragmatist. It's excellent. I was on your coast for, uh, for, for 10 days, uh, but I was north of you by many, many hours. In, uh, I was about to say, you didn't come by. No, I was in Seattle and Portland. So, you know, the cities that are under siege, according to Fox News. Uh, right. I did, you know, when I was in Seattle last, I didn't notice the siege going on, did you? No, I saw nothing that was being sieged. Uh, it's and under, under siege by craft breweries is what they mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, uh, according to what I heard from some family members of my traveling companion, uh, Fox News has been replaying a lot of footage from last year when the ins- when all of the protests were occurring, as if they're happening today. They're not putting dates on it, so the uh, you know the uh, what, what what we call them the misinformed Fox News watchers think it's happening today. So we got a lot of texts like, oh, be careful. You know, there's a big protest down by the courthouse, the federal courthouse. And we're like, we just walked by the federal courthouse. No one, there's no one there. No, I just saw it on Fox. And they have, it, there's a bunch of people out there. They're throwing, they're, there's a, they're fires. They're throwing like, it's daytime. You know, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they understand the time correction. Yeah. From east to west. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't you don't go further into the evening yeah. when you go yeah. west. Yeah. It's not yeah, it yeah. was weird. But it was odd hearing the things that we say quietly under our breaths in the state of Florida uh, being spoken out loud by other people at other tables. Mm. You know, which is so strange. So strange. Yeah. And uh pragmatist, you are muted, just to let you know. I see your little mute symbol on there. There you I go. You can be unmuted if you'd like. Oh, that's fine. I was it's just I was just, I was just wondering if you knew you I were was just being polite. Oh, no. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So this week a lot of things have happened here in the state of Florida uh, the last 10 oh, days. Uh, a lot of a lot of signing by bills by our our uh, be- I guess I have to call him our our beloved esteemed. godlike esteemed leader. Uh, otherwise, is, is he I will the be, new god emperor. Of I think MAGA? he's yeah. got to be the new MAGA god emperor. He's, he's trying to get elected to that position. That's why he's doing all this nonsense. So to that, I say salute. Yeah. So uh, what, are, what's are also? There, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Are there going to be thought police now? Who, who will be literally 1984? 
No, yeah, they're, reveal, they're, reveal your political affiliation. Yes. There would be, but they've been assigned to go patrol the Texas border, so <laughs> they're not around. No, I, I think um, regarding that service, so for those who don't know. Yes, please. Uh, Summarize. Um, Ma- MAGA God Emperor 2 uh, has decided that the most appropriate thing is to have all university faculty and students, if I recall, yep. surveyed. For their political opinions in the state of Florida. Yes. Uh, That's illegal. Whether or not it's anonymous is already shaky. Yeah. Uh, It's also going to be mandated. So it is not a voluntary survey. It is a mandated survey. What's the penalty for not telling the truth? So that's just it. So here's the fun part. Everyone's a centrist. As a no, so as a person (laughs) who will likely be required, unless it is, I mean, it's being challenged right now. Uh, according to several members of my faculty and the director of my school. So it's, it's being immediately challenged. Uh, but when the fall comes around and they want us to fill this out, uh, I will be, and I will put governor death sentence on notice. Now I will be filling this survey out with Ron DeSantis is an asshole. And that's the only answer I'm putting on there. Mm -hmm. So is that your party affiliation? If you can figure out how I feel about my party from there, there, feel free. But I've filled out your survey. I was going to ask about, can you fill in the survey with ASCII penises? Oh, that would be very nice. Because just eight eight equals equals D is really, you know. (laughs) A giant ASCII penis out of all of the answers. That would be fun. (laughs) The thespian wants to fill in with ASCII penis. (laughs) No. But I do, uh, to add to what you all are saying is, I, I also heard that with, if the state deems the university uh, to not be diverse enough. In political thought. In political thought. Yes. That they will lose funding. Correct. So here's my question. What if this is not based in any way on proper political science and instead is based on preconceived biases about universities? Yeah. And all of them give the exact same survey results. Does everyone just lose money? That's the yeah, concept. No, what, what, what will happen is the governor will use this without disclosing what the results are. Ah, say, yeah. Oh, this university that talked bad about me? Well, yep. they aren't diverse enough. They're going to lose funding. Right, yep. right. And it's only state universities. So you're talking about the state universities such as FSU, UCF, UF, USF, you know, any of the ones, A&M, anything that receives... FAU. FIU. Yep. Yeah. And I will bet you. Not Miami. Yeah, FU. Um, (laughs) I will bet you 100% that some of the, uh, you know, some of the more ethnically diverse Mm -hmm. universities will somehow lose their funding because they're not politically diverse. I because we're not allowed to teach critical race theory either. I don't understand. And, and, and maybe maybe y'all can help me out here. It, does, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that university funding from the state would be arbitrary. It yeah. seems to me that there should be some fixed form of calculus regarding a number of students, expected number of students, resources needed that just leads to a number but there is allocation. I, I can, I can yeah. educate you on this yeah. one. <laughs> there is allocation based on student population. There's right. ba- based on need. There's based on you know grant funding and all those different things. But the big one is the funding from the state mm-hmm. is just a small portion of the funding for the university. Oh, okay. So, but so the number $2 billion was a number that disappeared when... 
uh, Rick Scott was in office, when we didn't take, when the state didn't take a certain amount of funding from the federal government, Mm-hmm. The university that I am affiliated with lost $2 billion. Your, specifically your university. Yep. They cut $2 billion from our budget. Jesus. And that's and why they didn't win the wow. national championship in football. <laughs> no, no, they did. No, they had champions. In 2017, yeah. they 2017, were the champions. champions yeah. um, but that's the whole thing. And that, that whole idea is, is that they, they have these, they have some purse strings, but it's yeah. not the overall budget. But for some of the smaller universities that are not research universities, crippling. it would be crippling if yeah. they lost their if they lost their state funding. Can you imagine what would happen to a liberal arts school? Yep. Well, there aren't many of those that are in our our system. Oh, okay. uh, Pragmatist, you had. I saw the Canadian with the same thing too. Um, my political beliefs are my own person. I I'm not required by anyone to let anyone know what my political positions are which, which is my I'm a, we, I'm a we paid him to say that yeah no, not, <laughs> a, i am not even a democrat right it's a, yeah. fourth, it's a fourth amendment right to privacy issue actually the the state of florida we have a full right to privacy in the state of florida right. it's listed in our constitution that says we have a in the state constitution we have a right to privacy it's not just our fourth amendment it's the right in the state of florida to keep our our thoughts private if we would like to you know, so I did get a response from the chair of my, uh, I'm sorry, the, the director of my school. And I just said, I voiced my concern and they said they're waiting for the, the president and provost and the union, the Florida um, teachers union, the, the, the university's union, um, is definitely going to be taking the lead in that because it's going to be challenged. And they and the the biggest thing that I got out of it, and the reason why I wrote the director quickly, was I wanted to get this one one piece out of there. It says the one thing that we can say is that the school promotes the freedom of speech, respect for differing opinions, evidence testing, and critical thinking. So therefore, uh, we shouldn't have to worry about it. But but all of the go ahead. No, I was going to say if if we look at why this is happening, mm-hmm. right? I mean this this doesn't accomplish anything but a bunch no. of smoke and mirrors. It, Anybody in the legislature, and even even Governor Supreme Leader Helmet Head, um, <laughs> will recognize that it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. They yeah. passed a law; it's not gonna be constitutional in any way, shape, no. or form. That's not the point. So, so, so there's my point. Yeah. Why is this happening? It's persecution. Well, well, no, I was gonna say what this. Well, I is, think he has an answer. That was rhetorical. Uh, was that rhetorical? I, I, I do have an answer. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's rhetorical. You paused. You paused too long wants, for a rhetorical. He question. wants to be the next orange menace. Yep. Yeah. And and so he's trying to in, endear himself even more and more, ingratiate himself into that those diehard twenty percent of America supporters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what he doesn't realize is this thing is going to play badly in a general. And no kidding. Maybe he does realize. But what I guarantee you he will do is make a lot of money off it. And that's, I think, what his underlying desire is. Oh, funding from all of those. Yes, from the right wing. The right wing. Yeah. The right wing lobby. authoritarian lobby. And if that he would like gets to. elected president, so much the better. But yeah. he's just, I think he's playing, he's playing the money game. He's playing the grift. Yeah. That's being. So when I first moved down here, um, like over 10 years ago, I remember seeing a lot of. Keep going. Okay. I was like, what is going on? Um, Yeah. So I remember seeing a lot of pink bumper stickers that said, Rick Scott is an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't, they've, 
I think the cars that they were on all have probably moved on um, to the to the metal crossed over to the metal bridge. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, I I feel like we should resurface that, like re, you know, bring it back and and change it to, you know, Ron DeSantis is an asshole. Yeah. Where and, we should start that. We should do that, and then. The only thing about it is his name isn't quite as satisfying to say in an angry manner. Like, it's really fun to say Rick Scott in a pissed off voice. Right. It's, uh, yeah. it's two syllables. Yeah. It's bang, bang. But, hey, but, but can we shorten it to Florida governor as an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> then, hey, then you could just print those uh, bumper stickers with abandon because yeah. it's just. Uh, yeah, just put, put them in blue or in red and you'll yeah. make a billion dollars. Exactly. Um, no, so so use I, his last name. Yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted to get back to the Canadians rhetorical question because I also had thoughts on on the the point behind what's happening here uh, with with uh, death sentence and these violations of our uh, t- uh, amendment rights. Um, it's <laughs> I'm going to use hyperbolic uh, uh, terminologies here because it gets everyone's uh, uh, Jimmy's rustled. It's the My thought- Jimmy got rustled. It's the thought police. Right. This is straight up. Uh, authoritarian government dictation of of what you are allowed to say and not say, and uh, it, it's as we've acknowledged, we know it's going to fail. He knows it's going to fail. There's no way this upholds in any sort of court of law um, because it is a specific violation, not only of the Fourth Amendment but also the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all of it stems from this idea that right wing free speech is being besieged. Christians are under attack. Conservatives are under attack. You are not allowed to have these ideas anymore because the liberals can't tolerate our viewpoints, so they just get up in their feelings and they try to make it illegal for us to speak, uh, and safe spaces are only for the snowflakes of the left. Right? That, that's the flawed logic behind all of it, which gets back to uh, the concept of the paradox of tolerance. Uh, it's a thing I, I like to remind yeah. people of every now and again. Basically... A tolerant society cannot tolerate intolerant behavior. (laughs) All of this is to say Nazis are bad. You can't be a Nazi in a tolerant society. uh, A tolerant open society cannot allow for people to remove others' rights and or freedoms. That's the whole point. Despian. Um, Yeah, so I I mean, not to... I have a going... A different point with mm. this. So, if you still have more to say, no, I mean that, that was it. Okay. Well, I just, I also wonder, uh, like the universities that do support him, um, that might not, that not, maybe not all of the, you know, students and faculty agree, but they still support him. I wonder what kind of things, uh, what it would do to their admissions process. You know, like. Uh, Huh. All these all these applicants have to put their political affiliation, politi- political affiliation. And, and now it's getting down to you didn't get in because of your GPA. No, you didn't get in because we had too many liberals already. And we right. need some more conservative. But, but let's let's be honest. These are 17 year olds applying who have college. no freaking idea. When they I went to college, I was a- Republican. Yeah, they don't have a political affiliation exactly. that is based in anything reality. Their and, political affiliation is TikTok or Twitch. Nice. Right? I mean, and and more importantly, uh, I guarantee you that the concept behind this from from 
death sentences head headspace was there needs to be one for one representation of the right and the left. Yeah, from a pure uh, demographics standpoint, at the ages of sixteen to twenty four, the majority of that population is not going to be fifty fifty liberal conservative. No, they're going to have a majority liberal opinion just because of age. And exposure and concepts, and especially in a university environment, right? Yeah. All of these things lead to the inevitable conclusion from a purely statistical standpoint, you cannot have a one-to-one relationship. And, and the other thing is, is this just a one and done? You fill it out, you're done forever? Who knows? See, that's a, that's, that's a horrible year, thing. There's no, there's, every six months? Right. Yeah. And, and that's the other horrible thing about this, is that the way we don't know what his... Who's going to write this survey? That's the first question. Hmm. And because of the way that everything has been mishandled in the past, are they going to do it online? Is it on paper? Mm -hmm. If it's online, you know, how many times is it going to crash? Will you ever be able to log into it? Well, will it will it be scientifically rigorous? Yeah, no, I guarantee it won't be scientifically rigorous because currently death sentence is not scientifically rigorous. But I'm just saying, like, like, like you said, who's going to write it? But also it's it's how you write it, how you measure the results, how how you distribute your questions and, and what are your control groups? There's so many factors. It, to it's this. very hard to write something that that has a. It, they have to build this with a lie scale in it, right? They have to build this with enough questions to get the temperature, the mm-hmm. barometric, the barometric pressure of your political stance, right? And even political scientists have trouble writing those. Yep. So how are they? Where are they going to find this one? Go ahead, Canadian. For oh, so, okay, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to interject that uh, we here at the One Man Revolution have. A number of named rules, rule one and rule two. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here in the Canadian bunker, I forgot to do rule three, which is feed the cat. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I am going to have to take a, a little hiatus. Maybe that's a strike. But well, okay. look, uh, Canadian, no. Canadian, take care of your pussy. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go feed the pussy. That's not a strike. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, go ahead, pragmatist. <laughs> Uh, I was just going to suggest that the people they need to process the results of this survey is, of course, the cyber ninjas. Who are <laughs> experts. <sighs> they'll, they'll be checking the, the returns, the pieces of paper they'll have you fill out to see if there's any bamboo fibers. in. There. Absolutely. And one of the funny things about the cyber ninjas that's going on in Arizona, did you hear this one, Pragmatist, that they took... All of those, they took the secret data and it's being analyzed in somewhere in Montana and an undisclosed location. It's been taken off site because that analysis can't be done under the purview of the current of the current system because it could be affected by the Arizona state officials. Canadian, did you satisfy the pussy that quickly? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you're just not doing it right then. No, no she, she's she's finicky. <laughs> <laughs> I I disagree. Um, that's. Uh, oh. Oh. No, stop it. <laughs> it was fine as long as the jokes were cat based. They were. <laughs> they, wait, they weren't all cat based. Yes, they w- they're all cat based. They're all cat based. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not all yeah. cats are finicky. That's right. Not all cats are finicky. 
Yeah, so it's dry. Not, so, not so to me, it's incredibly insulting to academics to have the academics fill a survey out. No kidding. It's incredibly short-sighted to have students fill it out because students don't, they're going to be looking for what answer am I supposed to give so that this is the right answer. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so you're going to end up with with kids filling out this survey, survey lying on it to make sure that it comes out conservative. I was just thinking because you you were talking about the, the the how rigorous you can write the test, yeah. what you can do, given proper research time and, and and methodologies, you can create a series of questions that have nothing to do with political stance right. that could create a, a, a statistically relevant association to certain political stances sure. that would not give away how you lean. Do you think these morons are going to do that? No, no, they're going to ask simple saying. questions. Check your party affiliation, yeah. Democrat or or right one, right. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> or the, right the wrong answer. one, or the Republicans, or the Republicans. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about abortion? Yes, kill abortionists. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you feel about how do you feel about uh, about protesting? Should you yeah. a run them over with a semi truck? Mm-hmm. B make sure they're all shot by police officers. Or C, you're protesting? Question mark. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. C, you haven't been run over yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, our the, the he signed you, you, into. Do you love America and think it's the best country in the world? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes or yes. Yeah, yes or are you a communist? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is socialism good? You commie. That. Yeah. Do you right. remember the like the questions a part of that? Like it wasn't actually alien heads dating profile, but it was the person that looked. <gasps> like. Oh my god! Yeah. And, like those questions. Yes, I need to find that link. That, okay, that's what that just reminds me of. It's like, are you a conservative, b religious, like yeah. Yeah. c a Republican, or d get off my page? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Anytime you answered it wrong, it just kicked you it off. It kicked you survey. off the survey. Yeah. Yeah, it was some. So back when, uh, oh when it, it was basically, do you support Rick Scott? And it would ask you questions. And as you were going through it, if you didn't, if you didn't answer it the way it was supposed to be answered, it just said, "Oh, well, you're not, you're not supposed to be here." So they moved you on. So and it was, and it was, it was framed like a dating profile. I know it was some person's Whoa. dating profile. Yeah, it just looked like him, right? I don't. Remember. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but it was terrible. It was, it was absolutely terrible. But that's, again, how are they going to do this? I mean, I, I feel that those are going to be questions. You do believe that people should be able allowed to... Pro, do, what do you think about defunding the police? You know, and it's like, oh, yeah. you know, they should be defunded. Uh, you know. No, but we should defund the military. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> well, Laura tax. Ingram, get it. Yeah. <laughs> and this week, of course... We tax the churches. Yeah, tax the churches. <laughs> But of course, this week, you know, we had, you know, even even generals and, and the heads of the Joint Chiefs of Staff strike back against a lot of these things. Can I say the thing that that struck me about that particular. So uh, Matt Gates asked a question. What about, you know, what, what, you know, why is, uh, you know, why is the military so woke? I know. Uh, I think he asked the, that specific chief of staff. Why are you so woke? Why no? He asked another one of the. Oh, was of, it more broad than he that? A, okay. He asked the 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 Secretary of Defense. Yeah, you know, hey, why is why is the military so woke? And yeah. he gave one answer. Right, and it was, look, you know, we we don't talk about those things. Mm-hmm. We don't teach critical race theory. And then the general who is the who is the head of the of the uh, he is the um, chief of the joint chief, chief of the joint chiefs. He is, he is. He is the, the guy. He's the boss of bosses. Yeah. Goes, yeah. What's the big deal? 
I studied I studied Marxism. Yep. I did this. I did that. I did this other thing. I don't understand why we can't, uh, you know, look at all these things as they are. Well, he his point was uh, basically understand the the full context of of the country you're defending. Yeah. And and what your enemies may be thinking. Like yeah. his whole idea was just have have yeah. a full full contextual knowledge of the situation. But he also took great umbrance with the terminology woke. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. Because uh, from the from the the before TikTok existed generation, uh, woke was a, f- a good thing. Basically, you're you are aware of some edge case issue, and you're you're conscientious of it, and you're working to help fix it. So here's this the the, the chief of the Joint Chiefs is saying, "I hate that you're calling us woke. We're just informed." Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And <laughs> that's his, actually what woke this is. The five minutes that he took from that <laughs> yeah. was given by one of the panel members. That was oh. after everything. He's like, look, uh, she was like, look, I'm going to give my five. I'm going to give I'm going to I'm going to yield my time because you had something to say. Right. And you say it. And there's Matt Gates sitting over there rolling his eyes about it. Yep. Because it was directed directly at him. And he was staring directly at Matt Gates. He's like, you are the one that asked this question. I'm going to give you that answer. Pragmatist. I'm just going to say, are, can we actually pretend that the United States of America is not an empire? It was not founded on genocide. It was not funded and built. The wealth in this country was not built on slavery. Are we just going to deny that? is true and have people actually accept that as fact i don't understand how they can do that it doesn't look like anything to me and and i i mean if i was in a classroom teaching uh if i was teaching history there's no way to avoid that right but it, it is a fact but it has been avoided in elementary junior and high school mm-hmm. in the united states I mean, for as, well, for a very, very long time, at least since the 60s. I, I, I would say it's not been avoided. No, it's, it's been not been talked like it's been a bad thing. Well, right. it's because it's there's a that's the difference. very easy way to avoid teaching it, and it's the same people that want to enact these rules also control what textbooks teachers teach from. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, no, they make sure that the textbooks exclude certain mm-hmm. facts or mm-hmm. events. Yeah. Um, and woke is... This, Anytime old people learn a new slang word, they then overuse it for everything. No, no, it's it's the fa- it's the right wing media strategy to overuse and abuse and then corrupt the actual meaning of a word. Yeah, yeah. good thing good there's only bad. one word for like every right. meaning. There's but no, no, but they make it instead of it being a terminology that silly high school kids use. It becomes another hot button thing that nobody can touch anymore. No, they turn it into so poison terminology that silly old people use, and you're like, "No, Grandpa, that's not how you use that word." <laughs> that's being. Um, well, I, yes, I would absolutely agree with the wanderer. Um, just my father alone learning a word, and then he's just going to keep on using it because he has no freaking idea what it actually means. Um, that's but... lit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop oh, <God>. that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're so woke when you can use the word lit. Oh, God. Good Lord. How, how, uh, I'm Googling uh, how to jump a podcast off a bridge. Hang on. <laughs> um, Over a shark tank. I, uh, so I went to public school, uh, public grade school in Georgia, and I, I read Animal Farm. 
Um, and like, I, I was taught that, but I was also in the gifted program and it was like only those who were gifted were the ones that would, uh, learn about extra stuff. Like the honors, honors history yep. went a little further. Into well, because it. we, they were more capable of understanding the full meaning of it when you can't give that to the, to the, the people with a right. room temperature well, IQ. I mean, we also, in our <laughs> biology book, we had a post-it in the front that said it, this book teaches evolution, but you don't have to believe it. <laughs> so sweet sky daddy. Uh, yeah. Good Lord. So, so who, no. who is next? Was it you or the Canadian? Uh, com- com- yeah. Okay. I just, um, like touching on literally, political science literature, right. In fiction. Um, my parents being who they are, highly encouraged me to read animal farm and then 1984. And then, um, this is how the government takes over. What was the other one? Brave new world. Right. Yeah. yeah brave, brave new world. In those books. And, yeah. and well, and, and the funny thing about all of <laughs> yeah, those books, all this Huxtable. right. Yeah. Right. Well, the funny thing about all of those, all of those books was, uh, uh, you know, when they were written, obviously there's historical context to the tone and, and, and the message they were trying to deliver, but it's kind of a universal message generally against a one-party system, if you will. It's this idea that what you have to allow for is freedom of discourse, freedom of, 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 of uh, disagreement and compromise in your governmental system. When you allow for complete blanket policy uh, regardless of context, it's when you end up with broken systems that do not serve the people. Uh, and instead of allowing for the concept of nuance and discussion and, and the application of those metaphors, because that's all it is, yeah. is just long-winded metaphor, um, we all just start pounding our tables and screaming, it's literally 1984, without actually expounding on how we come to that conclusion. <laughs> well, and that's the other you thing know? that's happening with critical race theory and right. other and other things. They just use them as buzzwords. Critical race Bingo. theory has been around for 40 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. ever since 1960s, they're like, look, let's just open it up and talk and have a frank discussion of this. If we just have this frank discussion, everything will be fine. Right. And there, you know, what's funny about that? It's absolutely true. And I can, and there's a, there's proof by example, mm-hmm. Germany. Yeah. Bingo. Germany does not shy away from the fact that they were Nazis. They have, here's our, here's our history museum. Here's how it happened. Here's what we did afterwards. And we took all of the symbols of Nazism and put them in a museum. And that's that. I also found out today, act today, today that, you learned. that they have things called uh, uh, stumbling stones, hmm. yeah. which are basically little, little metal plaques in the pavement mm-hmm. that indicate a place where someone was evicted or, or uh, mm-hmm. the building was destroyed by Nazis. Yep. So they don't preserve, you know, Nazi culture and iconography, but they do preserve and, and identify the places where they were directly harmed. Mm-hmm. And I think so, that's a very so powerful thing that I you can, can do. If Canadian. I can interject a little bit there. Yeah. Um, those stones are more specifically to Jews that were removed mm-hmm. from their building right. and sent to extermination camps yep. or to camps in general. Right. And and the they're they're everywhere. Just yeah. walk down the street in yep. Germany, and. and they also have if they when it happened yeah. and where they went and when they died if they wow died. yeah the next to the frankfurt jewish museum there there is a uh, one of the oldest graveyards in all of germany the oldest jewish graveyard and it dates back to the 1300s and they have little tiny two by three plaques 
covering the wall of just people from Frankfurt that were taken away. Mm-hmm. And it makes you, as you're walking along, it's like, oh, there's a bunch of little, little, you know, it just looks like bricks. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, crap, those are people's names. Oh, crap, there are occupations on there. Yeah. So it makes you stop and think about it. And yeah. why can't we do that here? I mean, uh, uh, it's our be- entire country is that, why can't we do that? Because the people in power yes. want to maintain power by fear. Yep. Well, no, I, I, I would, I, I, I know what you're getting. I disagree with that. I, I think it's more about ensuring that the current status quo, which maintains the power structure we have today, cannot be challenged by intellectual conversation. Yes. Ooh, this is great, because uh, you're both right. Uh, <laughs> Yay! So, yeah, I wasn't disagreeing. Direct I think there was just today. another level to uh, that. They're coming for you next. They're coming for your state, your ball game, your election laws, your business, and your way of life. Yep. Who said that? Uh, Governor Kemp. Oh, about about critical race theory. Well, about the DOJ about challenging the Liberals. election laws. Yeah. Oh election yeah. Laws. yeah. So I'm like, literally, like, no. This is fear, and a fear that they're going to change how things are. Yeah. Right. They they want to come after. They want to change how we do everything. I'm like, yeah, because this is perfect. Obviously, everything is working out exactly. Right and there's great. no room for improvement. Yeah, I can't talk to half the people that I that I talk to. I posted something about this while I was while I was away. I said there was a, a a statement that I read online that really hit home with me. It said, "It's not you know the in the last four years, it's it's not what what was it? It's not what you. I'm not. I, I haven't talked to you in a while because of COVID, mm-hmm. but I'm not talking to you again because of what you said during COVID. Right? Yeah. You know, it's like you're you you refuse science. You supported 45. All those. It's like I'm just not talking to you anymore. Yeah. And there's a large portion of people that I just don't want to see face to face because I have nothing to say to them except for you're a moron, and then walk away from them. That's yeah. Oh, I just wanted to uh, make sure that uh, the wanderer was saying that the the quote that you. Said that was from uh, Governor Foghorn Lankhorn. <laughs> yes. Oh. yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just Kemp. Make sure. Kemp is Foghorn Lakehorn. Yeah. Kemp Horn yeah. Lakehorn. Yeah. I say, I say, I say. Governor Lang, uh, Governor Lakehorn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. As uh, so, according to my brother. So we were talking uh, earlier about books that we read or didn't read in high school. Right. Um, my my time previous to your guys' high school, we, I read Animal Farm. I didn't mm-hmm. get it. It explained. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what happens. Um, <laughs> well, and, I... and all that, and and things were talked about that we learned, you know, about slavery. We learned right. about our imperialism. We learned about, you know, how Americans essentially stole Hawaii, right? right? And all of that kind of stuff. But none of it was done, you know, the westward expansion through Native American lands. None of it was done with either a. Uh, it was a factual thing. We did this on this date. Right. On this date, we did. It wasn't. There was no. Hey, why did we do this? And what? Yeah. You know, none of that. And I think that's that's totally missing in education. Whether you want to call it critical race theory or not, whatever you want to do. But understanding that this westward migration or the 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 stealing of Hawaii, what was was something that we did, and we need to understand why we did it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say. I, I'm glad you brought it up in that. In that context, yeah, because that's why they did it, but that's a dumb reason. Yeah. But, uh, so Canadian, kind of, kind of you, you touched on a thing that really sparked uh, some recollection of my of my education, which is that they take all of these really intense, significant moments uh, in, in our in our nation's history where where we abused our power over a peoples that had no way of refusing it, and our education buries it 
under right. the driest of fact. Right. We teach it. We absolutely teach it. But we teach you that you need to remember that on August the 4th, 1892, is when we did this thing. And for 500 people on 13 days, we did all, like, it's to bury it under dry fact that makes it so undigestible to a 14-year-old that nobody can ask the why and the discussion for the, the, the political science discussion that should be occurring cannot occur. Well, we look at the way that we teach children history. Right. And I think the part where this all starts, in my opinion, is when Columbus discovers America as if mm -hmm. no one mm -hmm. was here before. Right. And also, it's not an accurate fact. Well, it never existed before the, he got here. The Vikings were here before that. The Chinese were over here. The Incans were over there. I mean, but that was a different place. The Polynesians were here. The Polyne well. Exactly. There were people that <laughs> were here. So this idea about, you know, we, you know, this white guy discovered America. And what did he bring home to Portugal to the Portuguese queen? He brought back spices and slaves. Right. Well, right. wow. And syphilis. And syphilis. Right. Well, <laughs> and syphilis. When you don't find the gold that was promised, you're like, uh, what equates to that? Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't, he didn't find India. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole thing. So here we have this, con this conceptual basis that starts when they're children. Mm -hmm. Oh, and when, oh, and the pilgrims, when they landed, they, they had, they broke bread with the, uh, with the, yeah. the indigenous people. Hold yeah. on. Hold. There were, wait, wait, wait. There were indigenous people, but we discovered the country. Right. How, how, right. how were there people here when we discovered the country? And they taught them how to farm. No. We subjugated them and killed a bunch of them, and then they said, then we were starving. And because they are nice people, yep. they, they farmed with us and said, look, this is how you farm. Yeah. Right. You know? No, I mean, all, all of it really. Go ahead. Sorry. I was like, I also like the part where they showed up and they're like, oh my gosh, look, there's a field of food for us. Sky Daddy provides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then people are there like, no, 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 no we did no, the. We, we, we are we, the ones. Like, we, yeah. we took a nut real quick. We cut, this isn't yours. Yeah, we cut fish open. You can open have some and, if yeah. you need some because, like, we don't want nobody to die. Well, a, a nomadic tribal society subsides on charity. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone must be fed and healthy so that everyone can provide to the safety of the cult of, of the tribe. That sounds communist to me. And actually it is. And that's something I wanted to bring up. See, when I was in school, <laughs> when I was in school in high school, we had this class called Americanism versus communism. No. And uh, yes. And, and my, and uh, the generalist brought this up also. The fact is, is, is more of us came out of those classes wanting to be communists when they were trying to show us the failure of the imperial communist state of the Soviet Union. Right. But they taught us Marxism. Bingo. They taught us the middle way, the, the middle way, which is what Franklin Delano Roosevelt uh, used to do the entire New Deal. Mm -hmm. By the way, remember that Roosevelt built bridges, dams, bridges like the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge, Dams like the Hoover Dam and all those other infrastructure like an pieces. Hashtag infrastructure federal spending. Week. Hashtag infrastructure decades. Okay. All based on a book that was yellow that came from Scandinavia that was called The Middle Way, huh. which was about democratic socialism. So we were a democratic socialist country during the time of our grandparents. But somewhere, somehow, that changed. Reagan. Yeah. Well, Reagan. I I would say I would say after uh, Kennedy died, but yeah. So I googled the middle there. way and it's just Buddhism. 
Um, is it the middle? It's a is yellow the book. Middle way, really? Oh. Yeah. Are you sure it's well, not I, the? Hang on. I mean, what is the middle way? Right? I know of the front way and the back way. What's the middle way? <laughs> uh, the, revolutionary. I was yes. just going to add that. Go ahead. This, they showed us anti-drug movies when I was in middle <laughs> school. Look how well it worked for you. It made me want to do drugs. Yeah. 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 Because they looked, they looked, wow, this is cool. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they did. And so for us, um, it's called The Middle Way, and it's from Sweden. Oh, Sweden, The Middle Sweden, Way. Sweden, The Middle Way, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay, specifically Sweden, colon, The Middle Way. Well, that's the easiest way to find it. <laughs> oh, no, that's what it's called. Oh, okay, there you that's go. That's the title of the book. Oh, it's by uh, Mark, Mark K. Childs. Childs. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea behind this, and, and it's funny because when I was in, C- in, uh, in Seattle, I went to the Nordic Museum, mm-hmm. and as we're going through, there was a little display with the book and just one sentence, and I just sat down. You know, I looked at my traveling companion and I went, this is something that should again be taught in school, especially today. But with, but with the way we're doing things, it's not going to happen. The author of The Middle Way, uh, Marquis Childs, was the first person to win the Pulitzer Prize. Mm-hmm. Wow. So one other thing I wanted to bring huh. up, uh, we kind of touched on it. There are all these laws in states saying you can't teach critical race so you can't talk bad about america yeah basically right you might hurt somebody's feelings <laughs> well the the texas school board controls what goes into school books yes sir so they know that none of that's happening in texas right and most of the southern states adopt the texas school books because they don't want to spend the money to do the work so most of the <laughs> teach this anyway it, yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because I, I distinctly remember the whole Texas uh, textbook thing becoming a problem. Yeah, I believe during the Bush Jefferson during the second Bush administration and yeah. evolution. Yeah, and which, well, they also removed Thomas Jefferson because he was too liberal. They yeah. took him. They just took him out of the book. Yeah. Well, he did keep a fourteen-year-old girl in his basement and got her pregnant at sixteen. That and sounds like the Republican up, way. And, uh, and he cut up the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, see the the kids thing. That's fine. Cutting up the Bible. Now we got a problem. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, the Catholic Church was fine with the first the one. God. Yeah. No. 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 It only. Oh, never mind. It wasn't a little. Uh, I'm boy. not going to perpetuate. There You're right. Go. It wasn't a little boy. Yeah. Uh, no. But uh, my my point was more that uh, what what the state of Texas has is a track record of ignoring science. Yep. And I think, you know, just like evolution, which is still technically a theory. Critical race theory, the point is to raise uh, uh, questions and discussion and help foster greater understanding of, of, in this particular case, historical fact. Yeah. And, and, and we've talked about it before. Uh, uh, the only way the, mo- the, the 21st century American right-wing movement can maintain its influence is with revisionist history. They have to keep changing how we recorded, see, and interpret the past to justify their their corruption moving forward. Yeah, I, I, uh, I wonder if this is going to have exactly the opposite effect. Like we talked about, we saw drug videos. Now, man, we want to do drugs. Um, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If if this raising it, there, what else they've done is raise attention to something that's forbidden now. And what is that going to do to people? I mean, we can hope it raises questions. That would be the best thing. To, to, that would it, be the best thing would, possible. It's gonna. It's gonna. This is all going to 
sort of wash away. But here's I here's think. the thing, and and go ahead, go well, ahead, Wander. So I had heard something about that where uh, somebody that actually like had some department about critical race was like nobody knew about this before they started talking about it and now people are questioning actually learning so right, right. it's uh, brought a lot of attention to something that most people probably never concerned themselves with but here's the thing and i don't think that the republicans especially the you know the the 45 republicans understand that information mm-hmm. is available on the internet in their children's pockets yep Number one, because the phone is the babysitter. The tablet is yep. the babysitter. Well, that's it's got parental control, so it's fine. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And the kid knows how to restart the thing, and Bingo. the parents are like, "What? How did you do that?" You well, know, I don't know if you can parental control like educational websites. Like no, that. you can't. Absolutely how did you not. find mommy's porn folder? I mean, how did you find mommy's OnlyFans? Oh, um, oh no. <laughs> But but the idea here is is that twenty second century problems. <laughs> this this is the thing. I don't think they they understand that you don't have to go to a library to look something up. You don't have to stand in front of a teacher to look something up. You don't need a school for this stuff to happen. Right. I, th- again, revisionist history. They are yeah. not understanding that the 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 collection of information, the garnering of information, is no longer primarily through the news at seven o'clock at night right. and the textbook you get at school. Most, I mean, hell, uh, there's, there's a, there's a very popular meme that makes its recirculation through the social media rounds every now and again that says, uh, college is the only place where you pay $30,000 a year to learn something on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Which means that that information is already on YouTube. It's already, uh, it's already accessible to anybody who, ha- who, who cares to ask. Yeah. And I and and we've talked the revolutionaries. You've mentioned this in, uh, a little while ago, but this the, the idea that uh, TikTok is is radicalizing uh, the Gen Alphas. Yep, the Gen Alphas to the left. It yeah. Basically, it's TikTok gives in you know ten second sound bites on any piece of information you could ever want to hear, and the things that become viral are the things that reach uh, the old, the slightly older generations who interact with it, which then. Uh, the younger generations see because the algorithm pushes it. Mm-hmm. And basically, basically uh, you have a lot of kids who are going to be hearing f- from vast reaches of the internet, things that are directly contradictory to what their parents are telling them. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm a great uh, example of exactly how that works. When my parents raised me to think critically, ask questions, come to my own conclusions. And then I came to a conclusion different from theirs. And they went, no, no, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> only yeah. only think critically as long as you come to the right conclusion, which Correct. is our conclusion. And and, and that that's was, dead. That's dead. That will yeah. never work again. No, and, and that's the other thing. If if you have a child that has a question and they have a browser in their pocket, yep. they're you're gonna you can't sit next to them every moment of the day and make sure they can't use it. And if they don't like your answer, what's the first thing they're going to do? They're going to Google it. Hey, Google, how does, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, the first yeah. thing they're going to do is try to verify your answer. Yep. Yeah. Canadian. But one of the things that, I mean, that this this cuts both ways, right? Of course. Yeah, of course it does. You can, you can look up, you know, uh, how should I behave around my grandmother, right? Yeah. Is try to learn. And you might end up going down some white supremacist or a skinhead hate group website sure. saying that you need to revolt against your grandmother, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right. and, and sort of trying to, to rope you into indoctrination that way. Or you may find some other 
answer and YouTube about how you should respect your grandmother, right? All that information's out there. I mean, I mean, th- you're going to gravitate to what appeals to you to the answer you want to hear at that point in time. Right. Except that we are entering uh, uh, a realm of, of, of 21st century culture where nobody follows the pre-established binary norms man woman straight correct all that like so the more that people feel that they belong to a niche group they're more the more that they are going to seek out comfort in feeling different and the moment you start doing that you start to see more preaching to acceptance more preaching to open-mindedness which is again the paradox of intolerance you cannot so you cannot have intolerant views in an open-minded society. It just—it's nope. not perpetu- It can't perpetuate oh, itself. I, I, I agree, but I think there's going to be a subset that's one hundred percent the echo the, the echo chamber. Four chan will never go random, away. Random number of like twenty percent <laughs> that are going to spin off into into to four and eight chan land. Right. You know, and then you have the echo chamber nation, right? That where they only look at oh well, that's not real news, son. The real news is over on Breitbart. So if you want the real story behind this and when you mm-hmm. want to know what socialism is, mm-hmm. here's a link to Breitbart. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to know what uh, you know what what uh, a- AOC is doing right now? Here is OAN. Here's the New York Post. Here's OAN or New York Post. Right. You know, they those those people they, they want to take our country away. You know, or oh, you want to listen to a pundit? Here's a name of a pundit that you should watch. Mm-hmm. You know, on uh, on on Fox News. Here, sit down and watch Fox News with this, me. This guy Ben, he's really smart. Oh, Ben, Ben. Mm. Yes, but his wife is really dry. And on that bombshell. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Wow! I, I was just I was trying to be evil, and I was trying to think. AOC really needs to have an OnlyFans where she doesn't get naked or anything. She just talks politics. Because because people will subscribe, both sides will subscribe. Because, <laughs> Just I mean, yeah, happens. that would be really. Funny. I already paid for the that with my tax money. Left, I'm not going to call them conservative. The trolls hate her, but think she's hot. Yeah. So they're going to subscribe. I mean, it's like it's like a reverse Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? She is the inverse Sarah Palin. Inverted Sarah. Inverted Sarah Palin. Absolutely. Yeah. Inverted Palin. Nice. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, write that down. That's right. Write oh, yeah. that one down. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah. and, and it, it again, it drives me crazy because again, I was in the two of the you know when I'm over on the left coast, and I'm in a I was in two different blue states. I didn't make it down to California. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't have time. Ah. Um, <laughs> or I would or I would just would have knocked on your door. Hey, well, how's we, it going? Yeah, we were serving up fresh babies. <laughs> in the Democratic headquarters. Dang it! You missed out. I know. I needed I I needed my injection of. Uh, you know, I needed Rain some injection. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, you but know, to... earlier I was going to say, Jimmy, how did you find Mommy's OnlyFans page? Now you owe Mommy one hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you subscribed my credit card to my own page. <laughs> That's right. I got an alert. I got an alert. I can't afford that. <laughs> I can't afford. My, I can't afford the. You got the one year plan. <laughs> what are you doing? You went ad free. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Well, at least it would save on mailing costs. You could just pass them under the photos, <laughs> under the photos for this month. Oh man! It's but not like me, I I I have only an only fan. Oh, one a single fan in your room. Well, we have an only fan above here. You know, it keeps it keeps yeah. the room cool. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> so to uh, so you know the whole idea here is is just looking at these at at you know what was being said to us while we're walking around a town and seeing the reality of, you know, that things weren't happening. 
right. in, in these, in these two cities where stuff happened last year, you know, yes, there were still boards up on some of the windows. Yes. There were statues that were not there of Abraham Lincoln and Theodore Roosevelt, uh, in, mm. in some parks. Um, but, but the plaques were still there. But the idea here is, is like, yes, it's okay that things change. And I think that that's the biggest problem that a lot of these right-wing people have. Conservatism at its base says we must maintain the status quo above all. Right. And so any change is bad. And therefore, if a person of color who has the same rights as you do under the Constitution exercises those rights... Mm -hmm in a system that is built against them so that they go to jail. I mean, one of the things that, that I saw was a graph that showed, um, lynchings. Did anyone else see this graph? It was a graph of lynchings and how lynchings extincted around 1964. I mean, they didn't go away completely, but they, there was an extinction curve and incarcerations went up. So it went from lynching to incarceration. Huh? And it was literally an inverted scale. Lynchings went down and incarcerations went up. In equal proportion? In equal proportion. Ha, didn't we go over this yeah, with the Wanderers Book drugs. Club and the, yeah. the new Jim Crow? Yep, the new Jim yeah. Crow. Like, come on. Yeah. See, this is why you got to join the book club. Join the book club. And that's the thing that kills me is that, you know, now the status quo is, they, 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 they're, they're like, oh, well, these people just want to, they just want more than we do. And the answer is No. <laughs> we incarcerate people of color at a higher rate because we police differently yeah. people of color. You know, white folks don't have to deal with half this shit. No kidding. You know, yeah. so it's it's the, very important. The other thing to keep in mind, we, we talked about, you know, conservatism keeping everything as a status quo. Yeah. But it also tends to attract people who are fearful of change. Well, that's right. the point. I want to keep things the same, so I'm fearful of change. So they're very susceptible to fear monger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and that's that's how they can use fear mongering on the group of conservatives to get them to believe absolute insane shit that makes no sense Our, because they are afraid. So there are several senators out there: uh, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Marco Rubio, Senator Rick Scott. All three of those senators are very vocal with heavy-duty fear-mongering. I got, I got one of those uh, emails from, from Mr. Scott oh recently my that really yeah. kind of yeah. landed. We, we can get into that in the second half. Yeah. Um, but I like commenting a little bit you know, on Marco Rubio, uh, you know, Senator Rubio or Senator Scott's things on social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or I write them directly to their office and get back that wonderful automated message. Your, as a constituent, your information is important to us. So we'll get back to you about that. And then a giant letter later saying why they don't support my position. Yeah. You know, I, I, I ended up on his mailing list and I was told that he's going to have office hours, but he won't be there. His staff will be there. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. so he's not having office hours, is he? No. His no. staff is having office hours, so well, don't tell me uh, he is. Yeah. Um, uh, Semantics. Yeah, let, let's face it. Uh, Marco Rubio doesn't show up to anything unless it's a tragedy and then his hands are in his pockets. Uh, 85% absenteeism on votes. Yeah. And yeah. it keeps his hands in his pockets whenever you see him in public. Well, I mean... He's channeling his Alanis Morissette. <laughs> his his left pocket has a hole cut in it. Oh, hole! <laughs> don't don't ever try to. If he asks you to fish your quarter out, don't do it. No, a little don't bit of a quarter. 
Don't touch the court. A little bit of pocket well, pool never hurt anybody. Let's market. face it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, really I need a beer. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So we'll get we'll get deeper into that when we come back. I think we all might need a new yeah. We might need a new beverage here or there, glass of water, whatnot. No, we're about to break. So let's take uh so let's go ahead and take uh take that break, and we'll be back after this. You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the Revolutionary, and the Comrade, and the Wanderer, and the Canadian, and the Thespian, and. The pragmatiste. Uh, He's we, French. Allons-y. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> oh, man. So it is It is so wonderful to have everybody here this week. Uh, open them if you got them. Some of us made cocktails during the break. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to open. I still have <sighs> half a beer and Very good. a cocktail. Yes, that's how it works. Oh, my goodness. What do you have there, sir? Mr. Pragmatist, sir. Oh, Stockyard. Stockyard. Oatmeal ale. Ooh. Oatmeal stout. Oatmeal stout. That makes more sense. Yeah, this stout from earlier, The Tears of My Enemies, was a scotch uh, barrel-aged imperial milk stout. I didn't look at the proof on this. Eight. Um, I don't know, but it, it isn't listed, so yeah. it must be good. It's got to be listed on there somewhere. No, it doesn't. I mean, no, it doesn't. Oh, 9.3. Bingo. So yeah. that's probably before it went into the that's barrel. Split. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. So I would say 10 or 11. More than that. Yeah, 10 or 11, more than likely. That's why you split them. Yes, that's why I split it up among all of us that way. Uh, the Comrade and I are drinking uh, some very simple Winston Churchill-style cocktails. It is, uh, it's an Irish whiskey and soda uh, with, a, uh, with a squeeze of lime. Yes, yeah, very basic, very it's basic. It's so delicious. Yeah, and it's, it, it's just so light. You could just drink it and drink it and pass out and wake up and take on the free world. That's the way that one works. Uh, <laughs> And fight them on the beaches. You, you and we'll fight them in the air, but we will fight them. It makes you want to drink it while you fight Nazis. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's why we're drinking them, because this state is always about fighting the Nazis, it seems. I, I think in honor of, of Churchill, Nazis. we could call this the Punch Nazis. <laughs> punch Nazis. That's a pretty good one. Uh, not, yeah. Well, yeah. you don't want to call it the Nazi Punch. No. no Nazi no. Punch. I wish we could, but it doesn't work. <sighs> but it's a great, <laughs> but it's a great title for a show, though. The beer harp, beer hall punch. Oh man, that's pretty good. All right, uh, Wander, you're still on. You're still on your beer and your cocktail. I don't have a cocktail. Oh, you had your cocktail earlier. That's true. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Thespian, you're on. Uh, she's still on the Bud Light. There it is. Still on the. She hydrating the Louis Vuitton Bud Light. Yes. How are the pups? <laughs> How's your Stockholm syndrome? Yes. Oh, there you are. Uh, yes. yes. You're- uh, they're, they're fine. They actually came inside when I asked them to. Hey. So you know. Getting off. Well, it, it is raining, right? <laughs> no, it's now done. And so, oh. but it's dark. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's dark and it, they, it's not really fun yeah. when it's dark. And I don't want to be out there to throw toys. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, ah, yeah. all right. Fine. Oh man! Don't give me a treat when I go inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's called operant conditioning, yeah. and we all like it. Boys. Yeah. So as that was one of my favorite movies when I was in college. Which one's that? Operant conditioning among pigeons. <laughs> I worked in the media center, so I got to watch lots of the films. Was that was the one project. where they trained pigeons to bomb uh, ships. Nazi yep, ships? To, to, yeah. Yep. To steer a missile. Yeah. 
you know, if they were the successful, they, got, they could only do it once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of training for a lot one of training bomb. for yeah. one bombing mission. Yeah. And you know, the, uh, the ASPCA wasn't around back then. <laughs> it was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. You know, yeah, they suspended all those rules during wartime. <laughs> of course, you know, of course, today we use rats to sniff out, uh, sniff out landmines. Uh, rats are used for yeah. sniffing yeah. out landmines. But they also don't set off the bomb. They don't. But every now and again, they do. Huh. Um, and then you lose a perfectly good trained rat. Perfectly good trained <laughs> like rat. rat. That's right. That's right. Which could be a food source. It could be. In the future, it may be a food source. Uh, I watched Demolition Man. Oh, man. So, hey, did everybody know that the uh, this is like the 25th anniversary of The Rock? The yes. the movie The Rock I posted I posted to our group here. Uh, uh, it was, it was, it's the greatest part about that movie is someone posted a fan theory that I posted to the group. I should send it to you, pragmatist. It's fantastic. That the rock is the last bond film for Sean Connery. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a very, I I, I read it. It's, it's valid. I'm a, I'm a true believer. I'm a true believer in this fan theory. It's beautiful how, you know, he's this, he's this, uh, 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 guy from the British intelligence, uh, who is has been locked up for many years? The dates all line up with his movies. If, if it's not intended, yeah. it's intended to be the spoof. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, he, I yeah. mean, uh, the the, the headcanon was already that James Bond was a pseudonym. Yes, for an operative. Who, no, no, no. If captured, right? well, if captured, he would use a pseudonym. Instead of his real name. No, 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 no. James Bond was, is, is a name for a particular job, not yeah, a person. If you're, if you're so like seven, you get James Bond. Now James from the Bond. Field oh. on, on the subject. Ah. Uh, Charlie says, oh, absolutely. John Mason is Bond. Yes, John Mason is Bond. Yes, absolutely. It was, it was very well done. And, and I'll send it along to you practice. It's a great little read. Uh, and even Sean Connery said what during the filming. Uh, that it was really nice to be back in in character. So yeah, ah, yeah, bond yeah, to be bond again. Uh, smashing, smashing, wonderful. Um, smashing it. Oh man. So yeah. So it, it was just interesting. It's the twenty fifth anniversary of that film. Just want to point that out. You know, I wow. uh, I saw that movie because I had gone to uh, San Francisco with uh, a, my best friend in middle school. She's and, your best friend. Um, it, it was. It, rainy or something and we couldn't go see Alcatraz and so her family was like let's just watch The Rock you can you can see it that way <laughs> uh, so, I was going to so say has, just take a swim so has, has Dwayne aged in 25 years I think he still looks the same <laughs> he does look the same <laughs> who He's just the Rock. Like, he's just like Paul Rudd so I, I wonder That's though the wrong one. when The Rock becomes president <laughs> is his weightlifting gym put in Marine One <sighs> Because, like, you got to get swole on the way to the UN meeting. No, they right. probably just have some some little barbells. <laughs> I'm out. That wouldn't do it for him, though. <laughs> well, it's only, it's a short ride. You got a lot <laughs> to do on that plane. Did trip. nobody get it? I didn't hear it. I got it. I, I ignored I it. it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> All right. I was uh, making fun of the rock. <laughs> I know. I, I had my Canadian filter on. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it is sort of a Canadian joke. <laughs> yeah. So I, I also, it just reminded me, I had a friend reference, like, he's like, oh, the reason people are just so infatuated with music from 30 years ago, and then I had to do math, and I'm like, oh, 
oh, this is how my parents felt when it wasn't like, oh, like just a few years ago, like this 70s age, like when they start thinking 30 years ago, I was like, no, it was a lot. Like, why does this seem like a long, I've got to do math. And I'm like, that wasn't that long ago. And I was like, no, that was. And I'm yeah, like, oh. Nirvana oh. was 30 years ago. Yeah. Like that's what starts to make me feel when it's like, oh, 30 years, we're going to start talking about that. I was like, oh, like that. let's not use those. Let's let's just refer to the, the decades because then I can still in my head that's 10 years ago. <laughs> I really enjoy getting to that place in my life where I'm like, new trend on social media? Don't give a shit. Oh, but no, that means you've <laughs> given up. Did I ever care, though? Like, that was like, Well, no, that was the thing. I never really had a great intrinsic value in social media trends. So now that I'm beyond caring about my social uh, credit for being in the know, uh, whatever. Yeah. I have one of those Captain you know, America I successfully, moments. I successfully avoided social media. I yeah. tried for a while. Yeah. You know, because out here, you as a professional actor, you're supposed to be doing Twitter every day and Instagram posting and whatever. Right. And I just stopped. You got to promote as, your uh, brand. As soon as 45, may he burn in hell, used Twitter, I said, if he's going to use it, I'm not. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I left. I left then. Well, thankfully. I been back and it doesn't, doesn't seem to have affected my career. No. <laughs> as, whatever, as it is. <laughs> you seem to still get parts. So yeah. that's important. I'm still working. Yeah. Still working. $35 a week. No, no, no. That's unemployment. <laughs> that's when he isn't working. Yeah. Yeah, that was, no, all I qualified for was 30, I think it was $36 a week, which means I didn't qualify for any of the supplements. No, not at all. I didn't make enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sad. Too poor for the supplement. Yeah. Which makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound a bit ass backwards. Well, rich people need well, supplements more, right? Right, right. Well, the majority of my income went through corporate. Stuff, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I yeah. should have paid myself more salary or something. <laughs> so in this week, this week in, dear Lord, why? Why? Why, Republicans? We spent the whole first half of the show on that. Oh, I wanted to say <laughs> in in fights I didn't get into on social media. Yeah, the first thing is is seriously GOP. That's always the first half yeah, of the show. Right, right. Uh, let's talk about. So this is not this weekend canceling. Let's talk about uh, positive things that happened um, in politics this week. Um, mm. <laughs> no, no, not um, we're not we're not talking about our our well dones yet. Um, well, this isn't a well done, but it's just still a positive. So uh, Mitch McConnell vetoed a bill, or, yeah. uh, a filibuster bill. Is that is that positive? Um, see where you're going here. Um, one of the things that happened was an agreement was made to move forward with $1.2 trillion worth of infrastructure. Wasn't it supposed to be yeah. three? It was supposed to be three. Thanks, Uncle Joe. Yeah. Thanks, Uncle Joe. Yeah. But now... It's, you, they made this deal with, with, with Lucy, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll believe it when it's passed. Yeah, yeah I'll believe it, it when but, it's passed. But nothing's happened, so... Right. <laughs> Um, there was a 50-50 vote on uh, HB1, uh, with HR1, which was the uh, which is the vote basically our Voting Rights Act that's going that's running around Congress right now. It was stalemated in along party lines in the Senate, um, basically saying that they don't want. Now, all y'all Republicans out there who are saying, "Oh, we support you know states' rights and all of those fun things." Uh, your, your, your people are following that idea. No, no problem whatsoever. They're absolutely following the idea of states' rights. But at what cost? 
all of these laws mm. that are going to be challenged to the Supreme Court mm-hmm. from all of the 36 states that created new voting laws could be 100% solved by passing this bill. Hey, uh, who controls the Supreme Court right now? Doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter. If it goes to the Supreme Court, I guarantee you the folks on that Supreme Court have not voted the way 45 wanted him to vote, wanted them oh, to vote on anything he's done so recent, far. Recent yeah. decisions, I am shocked that they didn't that they did. I'm not shocked that Clarence Thomas dissented in, right. all, in all but one. Yeah. But but I am shocked at the at the decisions that, that the people I, I think it's because so far they've been given softball cases. Ah, uh, they've been are, given well, they didn't they didn't uphold uh, uh, reproductive rights or or anything like that. Right. But yeah. They did they did uh in the the free speech one yep. for the high school student. Right. The, that one when I read well, a bunch of stuff it's like it could go either way and they're conservative judges. No, but but remember are the, leaning towards control. R- well, no, right-wing right-wing judges are always going to push for first amendment openness. N- n- no, conservative judges are maybe, but not right-wing judges. No, conservative they're, judges. They're for authoritarian control. Yeah. All right, fine. Conser- whatever. Um, so that, semantics. That, that was, that uh, was my, no, it's it's not it's not semantics. It, it's conservative judges are looking to keep the status quo in place. Right wing judges are looking to make the world more authoritarian. Right. That's two different things. Okay. Oh. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when so when you had when you have you know the the court right now is kind of the wild card when you get right down to it. They're kind of the wild card mm-hmm. because I guarantee you they're all appointed for life. So the Supreme Court, they're just going to do what they feel. And Roberts, as the as the Chief Justice, he's he is a textural mm-hmm. judge. Mm-hmm. So he's going to read it, and then he's going to read the Constitution. He's going to read what's in front of him and go, the Constitution says this, this says this. Yep. Uh, there we go. That's what it is. Yep. And he's going to go back to the Constitution. <laughs> Which... I think for for as long as he is the chief justice is a blessing. Yeah, um, it, it's it. What it means is we are not going to have interpretive rulings. We're going yeah. to have straightforward ruling, clear yep. clear cut rulings. Yep. Which I think means if a if if something is not explicitly allowed for in the Constitution, it will not be voted for. Right. So it means any of these states voting rights things come up. Yeah. They're going to look at it and go, well, the Constitution says mm-hmm. this. Uh, federally, yeah. we can't rule on it. Or right, uh, yeah, they may just kick it back to the lower yep. courts. Federally, we which can't I rule think on that it. would be the worst possible outcome. Yep. But I think that's what the Republican states are hoping to end up I, with. I mean, I, I would. They also have to rely on precedent. Now, no, the conservative don't. court kind of eschews precedent. Right. Yeah. Um, but but they're supposed to. Um, and there is a lot of precedent for saying that you cannot deliberately discriminate against people. But the, but the burden there would yeah. be on on the pursuant demonstrating that these laws are in fact discriminatory, and Correct. that's the challenge. And that that would be necessary to get to this right. Court in the right. First place. And and my concern my concern is is their case may not be uh, uh, airtight enough to actually get a Supreme Court vote. And and like we were just saying a second ago, it'll just get kicked back down to the lower courts, which were packed by 45. And, and, and we know how that's going to end up. And, and trust me, Brett Kavanaugh knows all about airtight. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> He'd like to think he does. He likes o- fear. Only when boofing. <laughs> Only when boofing. 
Hold on. Are we going to play quarters? Hold on. We're going to play. We're going to play quarters. There's no one in between us. Yeah, it is. There it is. Eiffel Tower. I was Devil's Triangle. <laughs> Devil's Triangle. That's right. Devil's Triangle. Yeah. Is boof one of those yeah. words where I have to take a shot? No, no, no. no. Boof, boof is one of those words that makes me laugh every time that someone says it. The show that went on in Congress with putting forward uh, HR1 or SR1, I guess it is. It's both. It's HR1 and SR1 now. Um, up to a vote so it could fail. Yep. Um, was to demonstrate, I think, as a political ploy to demonstrate, see how obstructionist Republicans are. And, it, and honestly, yeah. they sh- I was so glad they did it, though. It's like, look, these, no, it's also to point to them because elections are coming up in a year, right? right? And say, look, this person voted against the rights of your right to vote. Yep. Right. And so the Democratic. They did it. Yep. 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 Oh, you can't, you're having trouble voting. Their fault. We tried to fix this problem. And every Democrat that runs is going to now have that vote to point at. Right. I th- I think this this yet again demonstrates the remarkable short sightedness of the 21st century Republican legislature. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, it, it was spearheaded by the 45th Amendment and its terrible policy making, and now everyone in the GOP uh, uh, House and Senate thinks that way. Whatever works for us today is the only way we can make law because we can't think to the future. Completely forgetting that when the power shift occurs. All of these laws will be in. Uh, 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 ha- well, they will. It will have a negative impact on their future uh, ambitions. Right. Go ahead, Canadian. I, I I was I've been feeling this way, but I read an article that mm. really articulated it better than I've been able to say, and that is that that the current Republican Party is policy free. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. no substantive policy no. discussion going on from the. Republican Party, and you can't now have a debate about policy when the other guys are like, "Yeah, your mom, right?" Yeah, because they're policy free. <laughs> but I mean, we've been saying that since we relaunched the show in 2017, yeah. right? My, my, you know, my take on the filibuster is they get rid of it because that's they're not going to pass any laws. But that's their ace in the hole for making free. sure no policy happens. And here's right, the no. problem with that. And and you got you all talked about the filibuster last week, so I'm cutting you off. So. Ah. <laughs> but the but the Democratic Party is is pushing forward with this with, with this misguided idea, where oh, but if we get rid of the filibuster when they're in control, then they can do these things. Well, the answer is Democratic Party, you morons, absolute morons. Any policy that is in that is invoked can be changed by the by the party in power. Any policy can be changed. Right. So why are you holding back because of a sense of fairness? There is no sense of fairness. There is no sense of bipartisanship. There is no sense of any of this. Get the goddamn job done. Right. Right. I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. I'm going to clarify a little bit. Any yeah. policy can be undone. Yeah. With, right. With a simple majority. Absolutely. Right. You, can't, you can't make new policy. Right. With right. just a simple majority. No, no, but, but to the revolutionary's point, uh, the Democrats have it all backwards. And yeah. it's the reason why they're going to lose the Senate control yep. right. in, in 2024 yep. or 2022 yep. is they always play so, ironically, so conservative. Yep. Instead of just going balls to the wall and going, you know what? Screw it. We yeah. got two years. Let's get everything we can do. Just let's just get it done. Just ram and, it through. And and right. the thing about it is, if if they did just ram it in, 
they would maintain their control. Yep, they would right. probably gain seats yep, because they're right. doing things. The biggest reason why the Democratic Party never maintains, it, well, I, I shouldn't say uh, in, in uh, the last 20, 25 years, the reason they haven't been able to maintain uh, congressional control is because um, the, American Repul- uh, the American people vote them in yep. and then nothing happens. Yep. And they and they get railroaded out of town by the yep. by their opponents going well this person's done nothing in the past two years, yep. this person's done nothing in the last six years, right. so therefore mm-hmm. give me a chance because I will do something. Right. And guess what? I, I regardless of how you feel about the Republican Party and what they get done, which is always against the People. individual, against your rights, yep. against what against actual democracy, in the past twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, well, regardless of that, they do get shit done. Yep. They, they, well, yeah, they don't have policy. No, but they do. But they do get new tax law done. That's right. They, they, they retain oh. power. They retain yes, power exactly. Yeah, I, I, have never been able to understand why uh, Obama did not just appoint Merrick Garland while the Senate was not in session. Yeah, and let it let it work itself out. Yeah. You know, it, make a make a constitutional oh. uh, crisis out of it, right? Because um, the Senate was never not in session. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell made sure that never happened. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah it, it, but you know, yet again, here we have uh, a genius of the rule of law who is abusing every single corner of the book. Well, and, and a person who is from a state of what is it, eight million people, seven million people? It's more than that. No, I, well, I don't know talking Kentucky. About, you're about yeah. Kentucky. 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 Yeah. No. I think yeah, they've got they like, like the highest highest number of people on welfare. Yeah. Uh, they're, four they're and a half the million. There you go. A state of four and a half million people, which is right. then dictating the legislative body for the but, entire federal government. No. Yet again, and I love to point this out because states. because this is how the United States Congress works. Mitch McConnell won his last election by four hundred thousand votes. Four hundred thousand. That's a big number. That's a Especially lot. Especially when and you only a, have four in million. A four million people state. That's a big number. But ten percent in a country of four hundred million. No, 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 no. Three hundred and sixty million. I'm rounding up. You're rounding all over the place. Well, we don't know how many people are in this country. Oh, that's true. Oh, we're I talking because the census was three hundred. We're talking real Americans here. Yeah. So, so two hundred million. Uh, no, uh, set, uh, tw- because we lost a million. <laughs> there it is. Sure. Yeah. However oh, many wow. hundreds of million. The the collective scrotum of those hundreds of millions of people are being held by four hundred thousand Kentuckians, and I cannot think of a worse place for our democracy to be in than that. Collective scrotum. <laughs> keep keep your you. collective scrotum out of Kentucky. <laughs> we don't have any say in the matter. It's oh. like it's like. No, it's hey. like Kentucky is this terrible dominatrix, and we can't get away from it. The high yeah. heel of Mitch McConnell. <laughs> And it comes it comes down to to Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, but I think she would be swayed if she was the only holdout. No, but but it shouldn't and, even be down to those two. No, it no. shouldn't be, but no. it is. And and if they don't do something, we are going to lose the Senate, and we're going to be we're going to be stuck in Manchin hmm. land. Disagree. I disagree with that. I think that if the Demo- if the rest of the Democrats said, "Screw you, Joe Manchin." Yeah, we don't give a crap what you think. We're going to push policy through, and if you don't want to vote on it, go on the record and yep. prove that you are not a real Democrat and you don't fight for the American people. And even if those methods, even if they fail the vote, 
I would rather see some some hard ass policy push than right. this waffling about coal. Uh, in the G7 and all this other crap that the Biden administration keeps doing because it's too soft-willed to actually get stuff done. As a progressive... Make, make, make be there and pl- make the vote. Right. Yeah, as a progressive, I would like everything to be voted on. Bingo. So that everything is on the record. Because then you can point and go, well, Mitch McConnell voted against this. Joe Manchin voted against this. And it should be, and it should be a majority of those present to vote. Yeah. yeah. If you vote not present... Yeah, then you shouldn't get a vote. That re- that reduces the percentage total that we need. Yeah, there shouldn't then, be a hard sixty. It should be sixty percent yeah. of the available vote. Yeah, it should be fifty percent of the available. Fifty percent of the I, available vote. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a big fan of the simple majority. Oh, for, just just in general, I would rather. I I actually I would prefer policy to be more difficult to pass than that, because okay. I want not because I want more consensus on that policy being good for the people. I, I, I realize how policy. broken shit is. I'm just saying, in general, I, I like it being more difficult. But understand, the rules of the Senate are complex. You can't just throw a bill and pass it. Why I know not? that. I know that. Why not? So, the answer is, why the hell not? Why the, you used be, to could. You used to could, exactly. No, no, it's parliamentary. No. It's yeah. got to go to the floor. There has to be so many hours of debate. You have to offer up amendments, and people have to vote on amendments. You have to do all this other right. stuff. In the end, you may end up with the bill you started with. Right. But there's a procedure you go through, and that takes time. And, and, it's, why, and, it's why the budget bill is always such a crisis, because they didn't get it done on Friday. Ah, that means right. we're going to have a shutdown for 12 hours, because they can't get to it until Saturday. But that was that was by design. Our government was specifically designed to make change slow, so that it was well-considered. Uh, it, it had things ironed out as best as possible. And all of these things were pie-in-the-sky concepts in 1790. And in the preceding 200 years... Things got fucked. That's the problem. It's not that the structure is bad. It's that the, the, the proceedings of the way we do it now is not right. the way it was supposed to be done. Right. The rules need to be updated. Correct. And, and, and now the way that information is done, when you have people sitting in those Senate and congressional uh, committee meetings asking questions like, hey, couldn't we just move the moon or the earth uh, and you're asking those questions of staffers from the forestry service or the in, or the interior service, and they look at you and go, seriously, you're asking that question with their eyes, but their mouths then say, well, uh, Congressman, I guess we'll look into that, mm-hmm. which absolutely happened in a congressional meeting about climate change. A congressperson said, couldn't we just move the orbit of the moon or change the rotation of the earth to a person who is from the interior department that's sitting there going, the I don't service. forest yeah. service. And I they're like, trees. I'm like, I, I deal with trees, but I guess we'll look into that. You know what they should have said, which they were worried about their job. I am sure what they should have said is, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I deal with trees. You're a moron. Right. You know, you're just an idiot. How are you? How? Why? And if I was there, I would get fired because I would literally say, oh, yeah. you know, I would literally say, you know what, idiot? You have no idea what's going on. Can I get a question from somebody that has a yeah. clue around here? Did yeah. you read yeah. the memo before you showed up? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just something. Yeah. You or hear you that? Would be, 
Go ahead. That question, you're like, today's the day. Today's yeah. the day that I quit my job. Yeah, today's the day I no, today's the day I get fired. I've been working for this organization for 25 years. Today's the day I get fired. Or you ask. I woke up and chose violence. That's right. <laughs> or, or you throw it back at them and say, I'm sure, Senator, you've been in more secret meetings than me. Maybe you know of a way that that can happen, but I certainly don't know that we can change the you might not safely get fired change that the answer. orbit of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, certainly not exciting enough. Uh, no. Senator, I don't know which lobbyist dick you've had in the ma- in your mouth for oh, the last thirty minutes, whoa, but I can whoa. tell you. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, but but it goes on the record. That's the best part. Yeah, that's the yeah. <laughs> con- con- uh, I'm sorry, Congressman. From, from here, it smells like Elon's. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Congressman. Uh, I I just don't have an answer for you right now. Maybe if I uh, Congressman Dick Brett. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how you respond. Yeah. Excuse me, Congressman. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, I said that out loud. Did, was that my outside voice? And that's I what mean, you say at the end I of mean, it. We had today. We had the President of the United States saying the quiet part quietly, but out loud. Uh, he was asked about this labor shortage, and he goes, "Hey." Pay them more. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's really been saying crazy. a lot of things lately that that were the quiet part out loud. Yeah. He was asked about uh, about what was he asked about? He was asked about something, and he just went, "Look, I'm not going to attack. I'm not, I'm not going to go and attack Russia over this, right? You know, or oh no, it was Second Amendment. That's no. the one it was. And so he did say the uh, I'm not going to attack Russia over this. And you do realize I was saying that was a joke. He said that. He's like, uh, you do realize I was joking about that, right? But he, he was asked about the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. and he said, well, you people better have nukes, and, uh, and you know, you, be, you, you people uh, better have nukes. He basically said civilians don't have the ability to withstand military attack. Yeah. yeah. You, you better have nukes because... You idiots. Yeah, you idiots. You better have nukes because we, don't, we have things that will kill you from orbit, basically. You know, yeah, and... That, that, that explains something I saw on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a... It looked like a troll, and I clicked to see if it was troll. Started in May 2021, so clearly it's a troll. Mm. But I was reading his feed, and there was a meme that had liberals, you can't, your guns aren't going to save you against the government. And then another thing, oh, look, they tried to take over the Capitol with their guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, you're missing the point. But yeah, but the idea here was is that you know Joe Biden is being very the president is being very very clear, mm. and he and he and get and, nukes. And well, and, uh, he's being very clear. <laughs> Sit, no, that, that's what the, no, the president told me. Yeah, that's what the Republicans are going to do. Well, we need nukes to fight America. We need to get them now. Right? Yeah. Not not my America. But he's being very clear in saying that you know y- y'all can y- you want assault weapons? That's not going to help you. You want this? You want? It's not going to help you. And, and I am a gun advocate. I, I own guns. I've got a. I've got a concealed carry permit. All of those things. I've mm-hmm. got guns. But I know that if the government wanted to come and take my guns, I would be dead mm-hmm. or unarmed or disarmed. <laughs> There's no in between on that one. Or both, or both, or both. Yeah, yeah. They kill you and then they take your weapons. Well, I mean, if if you're dead, then yeah, yeah. You are the, it's I mean, it's it's such a shame though that we went on that boating trip recently and all your guns <laughs> fell off the boat. Well, I actually bought them all from dealers that have closed down, and so all uh-huh. of those records are gone. So I own, I own weapons that are no longer registered. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. This is safe. You know, my friends back in Alabama say 
we should all have at least two unregistered guns. But mine were, <laughs> yeah. But but mine were registered. Wait, it's so you're a- saying that if I if I bought a firearm and then the business accidentally burned down a week later? No, mine just closed down. That's the funny part. <laughs> they they went yeah. out of business because they were bad at business. So well, yeah. Oh, so so buy the guns from all the worst businesses. Yeah, and not yeah. the mainstream name people. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Security just buy them expensive. in a back alley like most people do. <laughs> just, just be, be, go to Chicago and buy them in a back alley. Yeah, it's like normal sure. human beings. You swim in the river in Chicago along the bottom, I'm sure you can find it. Plenty, plenty of them. Stainless steel, it doesn't, it doesn't corrode. Well, magnet fishing is a big thing. I don't go fishing with magnets anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, fishing for magnets just gets really annoying. <laughs> no, not fishing for magnets. No, because how would you fish for the magnets? You'd have to have a magnet, but it would have to be the opposite. So, Milo. Yeah. I need or just metal. Yeah. Not to be confused with MAGA fishing. Which oh, <laughs> MAGA fishing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you write that, that down. Down. I'm writing that one down. When you cast a red hat into the ocean and try and like, just scoop up all the fish with, with no, no, the hat. That's, yeah, no, that's where you send an email. And yell Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you send an email saying Black Lives Matter is coming for your guns and you send me money and you get money. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Oh, man. Speaking of uh, MAGA fishing, am I the asshole? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, Hold on. There was one more thing that I wanted to bring up before we get to am I the asshole. Okay. There was something that happened this week. Um, there was a person that was that was found dead in the prison cell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Putin. Wait. No. That would be uh, John McAfee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no. My virus protection just died for some reason. Yeah. My subscription uh, failed so to he renew. Was, he was found dead in a prison cell in a... In no, viral, he died of viral I'm infection? Right now. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> uh, no, so he... Um, COVID uh, killed him. That's what did. Yeah, <laughs> so he was in a, in a prison in Barcelona... Spain and, uh, Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona. 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 Got a lift bit. Um, that court, the court had agreed to extradite him uh, back to the U.S. for uh, his uh, tax evasion charges. And within hours, he was found dead by what they say is suicide. And so... Um, Who Epstein, that guy? Right. But also at the same time, I feel as though that suicide might actually be legitimate if he like he did you know, he did make a tweet him, though like I don't, I no but but he made a tweet like years ago that basically said if i'm ever found dead it wasn't suicide it check was that tattoo on my ago, right arm yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah yeah whatever it yeah. was a while ago it was a while ago yeah um but, but i there's... only know of that because my cousin shared a post and it was like a tweet that was through like a new york post well, reliable source, reliable source. New York Post. Yeah. So I, I don't really know. Like it's a lot can happen in eight months. And well, I, I heard I a long time ago that one of the reasons why McAfee was on the run is that he had, he had a, a like a, a crate full of files on, on, on drives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Of political figures and mm-hmm. and and social figures, it's almost like he just had free access to everyone's hard drives. Yeah, it's like he had a lot of knowledge that he probably shouldn't have had. Hmm. So it's it's interesting when someone is oh we're going to extradite him to the U.S. <laughs> and suddenly <clears throat> he's not he was around in anymore. Spain. Yeah, yeah, he was in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. We just said yeah. it. 
Sorry, I was that's reading a, this that's thing. A yeah. Great conspiracy theory, but let's let's rethink that. They could somebody wanted him dead. They could have had him dead a long time ago. Right. Mm-hmm. I, but what if like he was he just was being incessantly in, in bullied in prison? You can't tell me that. Uh, Somebody could have got to him then. Social media bullying on in yeah, prison. Just, yeah, just incessant bullying while in prison. Well, unless they're about to like lose their access to him, then you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah. You didn't get what we wanted, and now our time is up. Spe- speaking of, uh, uh, of finally uninstalling that thing you've not been able to remove on your hard drive in years, am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say yes, comrade. You are- Oh, no, wait. Oh, this wait, is something else. On. Never mind. Okay. Well, no, ahead. we all knew that. Yeah. Yes, Bill Gates, you're the asshole. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh. Even Warren Buffett thinks that Bill Gates is the asshole. Hey, Bill Gates Epstein himself. Did uh, you hear about no, did you hear no, he did not Epstein himself. Yeah. Did you hear did you hear that uh that Warren Buffett uh pulled all of his money and support from the William not his, not his money. Uh, he not his money. He pulled his he, support. He, he resigned, resigned his board position. His board position. Yeah. His excuse was, "I'm never there anyways. It doesn't matter. They can function without me." By the way, the CEO of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is some guy named Ben. Yeah, well, like he made sure that part of his statement was, "It's not the Gates." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that my vote is not them. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that and and it had nothing to do with uh, them getting a divorce. Nothing at all. Am I the asshole for yes. insulting my husband's medical condition? Oh, does he have ED? Yeah. Oh, it oh, oh. It doesn't matter. So as a oh. reminder, you are. For the initial for the initial question, it's you're the asshole. You're not the asshole or everyone sucks here. Well, no, no one sucks here or everyone sucks yeah. here. Hmm. Either you suck, they suck, everyone sucks or no one sucks. Wow. For the initial question. I'm going to say she doesn't suck. Okay. And yeah. that's why she's the asshole. Ah. Um. Well, wait. Oh, I just. Oh, it is. I, no, no, no. It is oh, a she. I, I thought of. I thought of. It is. It is. Yeah. It okay. is a she. Yeah. I just made a. I just made an assumption. I made an assumption mm-hmm. that it was a she. I am wrong. It could have been anyone. And I apologize to the community. They. They. You know, yes. Some medical conditions are self-imposed. Mm, mm. Like, like obesity. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So, so here's what. So here's what I'm going to do. From smoking. No, the Canadian has a thought. No, no, no. I'm first, and I'm going <laughs> to say we we go in. We we go in. We go in in in, in catalogical like order. So the wanderer is next. So, um. So here's my thing. I'm going to say yes because it's a medical condition. So therefore, they're the asshole, and I'm hoping that it's ED. Uh. Well. I'm going to partially go with uh, the rap saying, yes, I'm going to believe they're the asshole. There it is. Okay. Canadian? I think everybody sucks here. There ah, it is. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, thespian? Uh, initial thought, I would say, yes, the poster is the asshole. Okay. Ah, okay. And pragmatist? At the, at, at the cost of possibly ruining my reputation, <laughs> I'm going to say no. There it is. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. All right. Asshole. Oh God. And oh, and watch you be the only person that's right. Yeah. It's just gonna <laughs> suck. <laughs> My husband has a medical condition which is incurable, and his symptoms are myriad. I have always been supportive throughout his journey. Part of his condition means that he has severe daily explosive diarrhea. Oh! And his skin on hands and his feet are extremely dry and crackly. He also has bladder incontinence. I've always tried to be supportive while he is incredibly insecure about, you know, the smell he leaves in the bathroom. I always act as if I can't smell it when uh, most days I have to hold my breath to use it. Uh, If he's worried, uh, I always reassure him that he's fine. Uh, 
I shave the dead skin off of his hands and feet weekly to the point where I'm covered in it and need to shower afterwards. Wow. I do this without complaint. Bullshit. You're complaining now. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) My husband is a complete neat freak. Now, while I do all the cooking in the house, I'm very bad at cleaning. It's not something I enjoy doing, and in the end, I am lazy. Uh, I am not the dirtiest person to live with. I wash the dishes. I do the laundry. I clean the bathroom as often as I can, but there are days when I can't be bothered, so I'll leave it. Recently, hedging. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my husband has been getting super annoyed when things are not tidy. We've had arguments uh, where he calls me a dirty pig, says I'm disgusting to live with, and he says I'm gross for leaving the dishes in the sink without cleaning up after myself. Uh, because of these comments, I've become rather insecure. I've spoken to him uh, about it before and told him that his comments make me uncomfortable living in my own home. He says he doesn't mean it and just says it to hurt me during an argument, but doesn't actually mean it. Dick. He's a, he's a <laughs> dick, too. Recently, They're both assholes. Yeah, Recently, my husband <laughs> was tidying, and I was trying to talk to him, and he kept interrupting me about things that had not been tidied. Uh, eventually, I said, please let me finish, to which he let me speak and then had no response. I was annoyed. I hoovered recently. Ah. Uh, British. Sucks. I hoovered recently Bitch sucks. and left the hoover out without putting it back in the closet. He asked God me to put it did. away and Stay he in the closet. And it. I said, why can't you do it? He became mad and began arguing with me again, insulting me. And I lost it. I replied saying, you know, what's gross? The smell you leave in the bathroom each time you use it. He sat there in horror and said, I cannot believe you use my medical condition against me. I said, well, don't think you can disrespect me, and I'll just take it like a lame duck. Am I the asshole? Well, I think that the uh, <laughs> the only one of us that was correct would be no, the pragmatist. Everybody sucks. No. Everyone yeah, sucks everybody here. Sucks. Everyone sucks here. No, no they, they are not the asshole. It seems yeah, like that person. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, their spouse also asshole. Yeah, the, the original poster sucks. They, they're hedging a shit ton. Yeah, it's a lot of hedging. There's a lot of hedging while admitting fault, and also the husband's a manipulative piece of shit. Yeah, like no, that's that's some verbal no, abuse. Horrible. That, Everyone that is sucks a here. Toxic relationship there. Literally. No. If I ever heard of what. I can't wait to see what Reddit says. Well, she does put up with a lot of shit. They yeah. put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> hey. They never yeah. specified their gender. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh no, they did. It doesn't matter. They did not. Oh, they did not. No, never. They never were. They. No. They well, did. They didn't use pronouns for themselves, just no. their husband. Uh, it doesn't matter. Ah, no, shit. Well, only in the same. sense that yeah, you're right. They brought it up. They suck. I'll be cleaning the toilet. Yeah, exactly. And I'll open a window. Yeah. Right. And I'll yeah. spray something. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. light a match. Well, isn't there like a poopery? Oh, there poo-pourri. is. And they're but they're not a sponsor. There's only though. so much that it can do. Yeah, they're not a sponsor. And, and, like, and it only floats on top of the water. Yeah. So no. if you explode and get it on the side, As it long, doesn't doesn't work. Sure, I don't want right, to get into those logistics. The, the point is like the thing about it is that you have to do it beforehand. If right. you do it after, it doesn't work. It's like the weirdest thing. Yeah. Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> so who has a well done? I do. Hey. hey. Um, it's one Go ahead, I actually smart. forgot to share uh, last week. Um, at Milo. God, every time. Every Doggo. time I'm talking. That's when he wants to be like, huh, um, let me argue with the fact that you're not playing with me, but he won't bring me the toy. It's fine. 
Um, all right. I, w- I, well done to the fancy guinea pig who won the Westminster dog show. <laughs> uh, you mean the animate it, mop? Right. Yeah. Ex- uh, yeah. I want to say they, uh, they called it, it, um, oh, damn it. Where, where is it? Hold on. Uh, the onion had a good judging, one. The commentator said that the judge would be looking at wasabi, the Pekingese, uh, uh, for the breed's regal bearing and distinctive rolling gait. That's a polite way of saying they're waddle. Um, but I want to say baby, they wobble, call baby. it a, a Roomba. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, it's a some sort of three-in-one mop and sweep Roomba system. <laughs> Took home the best in show title. The Sami, the who seriously looks like just a fancy, long-haired. It looks like a big mop. So cute. Um, uh, no, my favorite I, thing about that is I think it's a strategy. If you can't see its feet move, you can't judge it for having a bad walk. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, it says it looks like it jumped in the dryer for a tumble dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that dog was amazing, by the way. It looked like a gerbil. So, so good. Well it's done. Like a tribble. A giant tribble. Yeah. Giant tribble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For winning the 145th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Oh, where purity matters. Yeah. <laughs> so how was that stout there, uh, Pragmatist? Was it good? It's empty. It went too fast, <laughs> and the alcohol content is way too low. There it is. <laughs> but, but I've got a bottle of Jameson with my name on No, it. sir. No, I... sir. It's called Pragmatist? Yeah, it's Pragmatist. It yeah. Jameson. So yes. I didn't, like... Huh. I, I don't want to put this in well done, and I don't really consider it a, a well done, just like I don't clap for pilots when they land an airplane successfully. I don't understand uh, that either. Oh, job. God. Um, but Derek Chauvinon got sentenced oh. to 22 and a half years. Yes, Derek Chauvin got 22 and a half years uh, for oh, the murder gosh. of George Floyd. I, I actually believe that's the least they could have gotten away with. I agree. Uh, 12 is the least. Yeah, uh, twelve was the least. If they come in with twelve years, there would be a lot of unrest. Thirty was His asked defense for. Defense was asking for for time served. Sure. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, you know, he's time served just... in probation, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. that's what they were Two, looking 200 for. Two hundred yeah. days. Yeah, two hundred days. It's ridiculous. They just release him into the general population. Yeah. Prison and see how long he lasts. Well, that's the, <laughs> that's the next thing they're going to be fighting against. Yeah. Um, sure. But that is a well done. No, that is, in my opinion, Wander, it is a well done because, you you know. Thanks for doing your job. Well, it's, it's, it is, it is not, it it was the judge did their job. Their judge sentenced the person for murder and, and gave them over 20 years for it, which is a significant enough amount, amount of time where he'll die in prison. This. Um, oh, so yeah. what the judge issued is normal to what he generally issues, where it splits yeah. the difference between what's asked for and what the minimum is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in line with his own precedent, yep. like, no, you, you did your job and did you did it job. as you always do. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, like, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Thank you. But Thank you for doing your job. Yeah. For, yeah, for, for not cutting uh, a murderer who was also a cop a yeah. break. Yeah. Right. Uh, I want to give a one man revolution. Well done of the week. Well done. To Raiders Raiders linebackers, uh, Carl Nassib. Nassib? Yeah. Gay. Yep. Jesus Christ. Who did, in fact, come out as the first openly gay active NFL player. Uh, not the first one. The first one actually killed himself, but that's okay. Did he come out during his playing time? 
uh, he came out during off season and was and berated to the point where he committed suicide. No, again, not that's not my well done. Active. Yeah. active. Uh, for, he is he is still alive, still active, yes. still yeah. playing. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sam of Missouri right. uh, attempted to enter the NFL draft as an openly gay player, and I don't think he made it to the NFL. No. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly. Uh, outside of the representation here in professional sport, which is incredible, he has also decided that the first act he will do after coming out is donate a hundred thousand dollars to the Trevor Project. Yeah, which that that was the well done. I, I I respect the courage. It's incredible that he feels comfortable doing this in probably one of the most toxic toxically masculine work environments in the country, outside of maybe baseball. Um, the army, hyper masculine yeah. army. <laughs> Uh, military, <laughs> military in general. Military, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, uh, non government. Anyway, point is, uh, well done to him for the courage of coming out openly, for owning it, for being true to himself. Uh, and, and, and his coach, their responses, teammates responses have all been wonderfully uplifting. It's great. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that the, the, the queer acceptance movement has gotten to this level in the United States. It's and, a great thing. And to the see. biggest thing out of the, out of, yeah. out of the fans was, wait, the Raiders are in Las Vegas. <laughs> right. When did they move? Uh, yeah. No, it's honestly, it's really great. But also, if you're not familiar, the Trevor Project is specifically uh, uh, designed to, to help uh, young LGBTQ plus people uh, fight against suicidal tendencies and ideations, uh, seeing as they are one of the most at-risk populations in this country. So that's a hell of a donation. It's a hell of an action. Well done. Out, Out and okay. proud. Uh, just a quick well done Orlando City Soccer Club for winning against whatever Fort Lauderdale FC. Oh, did we beat Miami? Miami. Yeah, Hell whatever. yeah. Yeah. Well done. We are awesome. I don't watch hockey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, Every time. man. Anyone else? Anyone else have anything this week? Uh, I wish, I feel like there's one and I cannot remember. <laughs> I just want to say well, one, but I don't remember what it was. I just want to say well done to the thespian for playing with the dogs like most of the show so I could watch the her throwing half, the, the second half, half, most of the second half. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I want to say that was well done because I would look over every now and again out of the corner of my eye, I would see you throwing a, a ball or whatever the thing you were throwing was. And I'm like, I'm like, that dog's going to be really happy. That's going to be the happiest well, dog on earth. See, right at the very beginning, he yeah. let go of the toy and I smacked myself in the forehead. Oh, is that why you were laughing? <laughs> oh, that, there we go. That was why I was laughing. I saw <laughs> you laughing and I didn't see what had happened. On camera. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, yeah. That's was, all good. I, yeah, well done. I have one really, one quick last one. Okay. This is actually courtesy of the Canadian. Ah. Uh, a well done to the New York Times for this headline. When an eel climbs a ramp. <laughs> that was the best. To eat squid from a clamp. That's a moray. Yes. And the funniest part and the funniest part about that article, I went and read the actual scientific article. Yeah. Those terms were in the article itself. Yeah. So the actual published paper was, you know, when a squid lays flat, the uh, it doesn't it was something about the eel the the eel still does that. That's a moray. You know, it's like they went through every photograph had a caption. That, that went with the song. And I'm like, oh, you guys are so good. When I an love eel scientists. wants a squid that's on land, God forbid, that's a moray. That's a moray, yeah. If a squid <laughs> is so big, it still eats like a pig. That's, that's a, a moray. moray. I yep. mean, it only works if you sing it. Yeah. Well, oh. 
Yeah, no, I don't my, sing. My, my favorite thing, I mean, the, the article in the in the Twitter thing was good, but the comments on Twitter... Were oh, amazing. they were glorious. I can only imagine. Yeah. But the funniest part is that somewhere out there, some, ti- some scientists had a great time with That's Amore. They got grant money <laughs> and got to grant write a money. rhyme and make a research paper on it. And that's why... That's a well re- done. <laughs> and that's why the Republicans will never let us science. They won't let us science because we're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Science can't be fun. That can't be fun at all. What the hell is wrong with you people? Oh, that's Your awesome. House is too big, and you vote like a pig. That's a mansion. <laughs> oh. oh, boy! You, oh. you just took seven minutes. To and on, <laughs> and on, and that on that bombshell. <laughs> The One Man Revolution podcast can be found on all your favorite podcast sources, Apple uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, let's see, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Amazon stole us at one point. Who knows wherever else it is? I just got a bunch of notifications from places. I have no idea where our show is going out Also, to. Uh, podcast Popular. aggregator yeah. apps. Yeah. Uh, Pocket Cast yeah, is the one Pocket I use. Pocket Cast steals there. us there. We're everywhere. Yeah. If you're there, we're in somewhere. and out of space. That's right. It's everywhere. You're in the pocket pool. That's right. In, in the pocket pool right there. Yeah. And then some of the other fun things is that, you know, we are here every week on our podcast here on Facebook live. Uh, so you can watch all the ridiculous things that happen even on and off the high quality recording. Uh, and beyond that, uh, it's our one man revolution.org. There it is. Yeah. On the, on our own blog slash podcast. Free of advertisement, download requirements and or yeah. subscriptions. Yeah. OMR podcast, uh, one man revolution.org. Every yep. single week. Every single week. All right. So until next week, I am the revolutionary. I'm the comrade. I'm the wanderer. I'm the Canadian. I'm the thespian. And I am the pragmatist. Ah, uh, yes. And until next time, peace. <laughs> <laughs>